Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. It's Tarika Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and I hope that you had a fantastic week last week. Um, Mine was a little bit of a beast, but that's okay. We are moving forward and getting ready for the week ahead. Um, You know, I am really excited about today's topic because I know that sometimes it's hard to ask for more. And I don't know what that is all about when we get to be adults, that um, it's hard sometimes to ask for more. But when we have this fear of asking for more, it honestly puts us in a position to where we're leaving money on the table. And I don't want you to do that. So we are talking about today how to stop fearing the bag and let's secure the bag. That's right. How can you negotiate with confidence. We're talking all things negotiating your salary, whether if you're looking for a new job and um, you're wanting to make sure that you negotiate a really good salary for yourself, or you are in a current role and you're looking for a promotion and trying to negotiate a salary increase. Whatever it may be, I've got tips and strategies and tactics for you today, and I can't wait to dig in. So you are about to jump right into Don't Fear the Bag, Secure It, negotiating with confidence with Tarika Wheeler, your career mindset strategist. Are you guys ready? Get your notebook, get your pen. Let's get some notes. I'm ready for you to get to the next level in your career, securing the bag. All right, let's dig in. All right, guys. So again, we are talking about securing the bag. Don't fear the bag, secure the bag, right? All things about negotiating with confidence when it comes to negotiating your salary. So guys, I don't know about you, but um, when I was young, it was all about, you know, do as you are told. And um, especially as I got, you know, older, I started to learn a little bit more about this idea of negotiation, but I'm not sure how many of you guys are from the South, but I'm from the South. And essentially, you know, when your, your parents tell you to do something, you, you do it. You may have some internal thoughts inside your head, but you get to it, you get it done. There's not a whole lot of negotiation. And I'll tell you, you know, that's a, that's a very different um, upbringing, I would say, than my kids have. I mean, I definitely, you know, my husband and I, we put our foot down when we need to, but the kids, I will say, have had an awful amount of opportunities to negotiate or to kind of save their peace, if you will. And we have conversations about things. And a lot of that has come from, you know, my husband and I really wanting our kids to be able to self-advocate for themselves. We've wanted them to uh, make sure that, you know, if you want something and you go after something that you know how to negotiate for it when it's time to do so. And I will say sometimes that's come back and kicked us in the butt and we've had to say, I we know, we know, we've been empowering you guys for years, but I said what I said, <laughs> you know? So for my parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. That sometimes we just have to let go of, of some of those, you know, soft skills and things that we're trying to instill in our kids for them to apply when they're older. And we just have to like put that foot down and say, well, I said what I said. But when we're talking about negotiating um, your, from a career perspective, and we're talking about, you know, you securing the bag, right? So getting that increase in salary, that bump in your earnings, things are a bit different. And I think sometimes we really struggle as professionals, even as high achieving professionals on how to negotiate, um, with confidence and how to negotiate in a way that's going to yield results. And what are the things that you even need to prepare before you negotiate? So by definition alone, um, if we look at the word negotiation, the definition of negotiation is a discussion aimed at reaching an agreement, a discussion aimed at reaching an agreement. And I think that's really key and critical to understand because before you can have an agreement with someone else, you must have an agreement with yourself. So before you can even negotiate with others, you have to really be able to negotiate with yourself. And what I mean by that is, what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that as you are looking to pursue career advancement, as you're looking to increase your earnings, what are non-negotiables? What are some things that you and yourself, when you look inside of you, what are things that you've got to be crystal clear about before you make it to the table? So many times we miss out on opportunities because 
you know, we don't know what we want, right? Or we're kind of fearful to ask for more. And in this in this month, if you're listening to the Professional DNA Podcast in order, um, we are in October of 2021. And one of the things that I'm doing is really focusing on fear and confidence. And I believe that a lot of times we miss out on opportunities because we have this fear for asking for more, but it's because we didn't start at the beginning to get crystal clear with ourselves about the non-negotiables and what we want. Because when we're very confident about what we want, then we can confidently pursue it and we kind of kick fear in the face a little bit. We can push it aside and kind of overcome that fear because we confidently already know what we want and what we're going after. So I want you to kind of understand that. When we think about the fear aspect of it, you know, sometimes we've got to get to the root of that. And I was talking about this in our in our last episode and really trying to dissect fear a bit and how to overcome it um, as you go about your career. The, the fear that we have when it comes to asking more can be grounded in so many different experiences or feelings that you've had in the past. So perhaps you feel like you're not good enough. Perhaps you question your value and what you bring and is what you bring to the table valuable enough and valuable so much that it warrants an increase in your earnings. Um, Sometimes I would say it's knowing that receiving more will result in being asked to do more. So it's like, we know that we want more. We know that we want to get to that next level in our career, but there's this little fear bug inside of us. Like, oh, now they're going to ask me to do more. What else are they going to ask me to do? I'm not really sure what that might look like. And that's why I say, you know, you have to understand before you even start this process of advancement and advancement in the space of salary negotiation, you got to know what you want. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you're willing to do to get it. And what are some non-negotiables? And that way you can build up your confidence before you even get to the table to start having these conversations, having these discussions, right? And coming to an agreement with your employer or future employer around salary, okay? So that's what we're digging in today, okay? I I really want us to get to um, some of the root of the matter when it comes to things that we might be concerned about when negotiating a salary. And then I want to give you some uh, tips and strategies for how to go about doing it. So when it comes time to negotiate your salary um, in your current role, right? So where you are right now, perhaps it's not that you're looking for a new job and interviewing, but where you are right now, or you know, even if you are looking for a new job, Um, you've got to have some authority with the ask. There's got to be a sense of authority and there's got to be a sense of confidence so that you know your worth. The person sitting across the table or on the screen, they know your worth and can clearly see that you are not coming to the table to play games, right? That you are about your business and that you know how to negotiate your salary so that you can really secure this next level. But you have to come from a place of understanding, again, like I said, what you want, and you have to be able to come to that place um, and come to the table with a sense of authority and a sense of confidence. So today, 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 we're going to dig into um, five tips, five strategies that I want to share with you for negotiating, how to really help you get the salary that you truly deserve, how to help you ask the right questions, how to help you um, get on not the same page with recruiters and hiring managers, but how to honestly get them to your page. So it's not about getting on their page because trust you me, nobody woke up this morning saying, oh, how can I get you more money? How can I get Tarika a raise? What can I do? I mean, those, those instances come far and few in between, I would say. Um, if you are, you know, constantly in a position to where you're demonstrating value, you're showing your worth, and you are um, impacting your company and your organization positively, yes, sure, absolutely. Sometimes you get those unexpected increases. I've had them before to where I have my performance really spoke for me and I didn't have to ask for the increase. The increase came to me, but it doesn't always happen that way. For most of us, a lot of times we are in a position to where we have to make the ask or we're in a period of negotiation because we're looking to transition into a new job. Okay. So next stop, more. That's where we're at. Next stop, more. Remember, you can't ask for more, especially when you're confident and you are performing well. 
you're demonstrating value. You're clearly articulating that through your work, right? You can ask for more. Why? Because you belong at the next level. You belong in the next realm. You deserve to get that increase. But there's things that we've got to think about along the way. Um, I think that sometimes when your opportunities are approaching, right? When you've got these salary increase, earning increase opportunities that are approaching, there are some questions that um, we ask ourselves. We may ask ourselves, you know, what is the right way to approach this, right? How do I even come to the table? How do I even have the conversation? What do I need to be prepared with? Um, we may ask ourselves the questions, how much should I ask for? It's like, where, where does that number come from? How is it just falling out of the sky? Is there a, a, a note somewhere? Is it, you know, did someone leave me a little secret message? How do I know what to ask for? Um, and then you might also ask yourself the question, well, what if they say no? And that's when that little fear bug starts creeping in. And we're going to smash that because I want you to stay in a position to say, instead of saying, what is the right way to approach it? I want to give you some things today so you can say, you can say to yourself, this is how we're going to go after this. This is how I'm going after the salary increase. This is how I'm going after um, this new position, this new role. Instead of saying, how much should I ask for? I want to give you some tips and strategies so you know, you know, this is what I'm going to be prepared to ask for and why, right? So I want us to make informed decisions and really strategically thinking through how to make the ask and and why you should make an ask in a certain way. And then instead of the question, you know, what if they say no, I want you to ask yourself, well, what if they counter? What is my response? Right? I don't want you because when we say what is what if they say no, that has a negative connotation to it, right? And then we start to sometimes have this fear of rejection and we fall back, right? And we fall back from the assignment, which was to move forward to increase our earnings, right? The assignment was negotiation. The assignment was coming and having a discussion to get to an agreement for getting to a place where you are earning your true value. So we don't want to say, what if they say no? We want to say, what if they counter and what and what do I say, right? So that we can be prepared. Again, just like anything else in career advancement, it's all about strategy. It's all about strategy and how to be prepared, how to be ready to act within the moment and ensure that whatever the goal is, that you get to the other side and you can achieve that goal. So I understand that some of those types of questions, as I asked them before, you know, they can cause some anxiety. They can cause some fear. They can result you in, like I said, in backing away. But that's why I want you to flip it. And I want you to look at this through a different lens, a different perspective from a positive standpoint and I want to help you be prepared to go into these situations, okay? So here we are. Next stop, what I say is more. Next stop is more. We're not going to have this fear about asking for more. We're not going to have this fear about, you know, looking for the salary increase, negotiating your salary when it comes to looking for a new job. It's time to stop fearing the bag and to do what? Secure it. So we're going to take a really, really quick break, and then I'm going to come back to you with some tips and strategies. Um, We're going to go through five of them um, that you can really use no matter if you are looking to increase your salary in your current role or you're looking to um, apply for a new job, or maybe you're already in, you know, discussions where you're the next, one of the next candidates uh, or top candidates, and it's almost time for salary negotiations. And I want you to be ready. All right. We're going to take a really quick break and I'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. We're back. Tarika Wheeler, your career mindset strategist, and we are digging in to how you can stop fearing this bag and it's time to secure it. Um, We're talking about negotiating with confidence and I don't want to, I don't want to hold off any longer. Let's jump right on in to number one. First thing, I hope you got your notebook because we're going to move really quick and fast here um, so we can get through all of these because I'm ready for you to get, guys, I'm so ready for you to get to the next level. I'm ready for you to um, increase your earnings. I've been there and I know what it feels like to not being paid your true value. Um, you know that you're worth more and you know that you're performing at a level that requires um, additional earnings and you're just not sure how to get there. And so I can't I can't wait for you to get there. I know you can do it. And sometimes we just need a little help, 
All right. So let's start with one. Okay. So number one, know the market, do your research. Number one is know the market, do your research. Here's the thing. Before asking for more money, (laughs) you need to know what the market pays. You can't haphazardly go in to negotiations for your salary or you're in a role and you're looking to, you know, get a promotion or increase or raise and not understand the market, not understand what is the amount that's being paid for a role um, like that you're in right now? What does that range look like, right? So you need to know what the market pays. There is such a thing to ask for too little or to ask for too much. That's a thing, to ask for too little or to ask for too much. If you ask for too little, you're showing that you lack preparation potentially and you lack the awareness of your own worth and your worth, it, your worth, but also the awareness of what this role is and what it currently pays in the industry. So you undershoot it way too low. Let's say, you know, the role is a hundred thousand plus role a year and you come in with 65,000, they're already thinking that number one, you clearly didn't do your research. Number two, um, you might not really understand the role and the capabilities that you have may not even align. So perhaps maybe they overthought or, you know, misread you because you're asking for 65 and this is clearly a hundred thousand dollar salary job. You see where I'm going with that? So you got to be really careful to understand the, the market and really do your research. Um, if you ask for too much, then it could come off. It could be kind of a little off-putting to hiring managers or to a recruiter. Um, it could give the per- the perception that you know you're out of touch with even your own capabilities. Like, whoa, okay, this job is around a hundred thousand dollars, and they're asking for like one ninety, two hundred. Like, clearly, they are not sure or have done the research about this role and this position. Like, where do they come off asking for you know close to eighty percent over you know what the market. Uh, pays for this type of job. So recruiters and hiring managers, you know, they're expecting that not only are you coming with your data and accomplishments, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, um, you got your resume, your cover letter, you just kicked butt in this interview, or you just had a great um, performance review. They're also looking that you know your stuff when it comes to, especially when you're asking for more money, that you're coming to the table informed. So we got to be careful not to ask for too little. You got to be careful to not ask for um, too much. Hope that hope that's making sense. So where do you go? Where do you go to help you with this? It's like, how do I even know where to begin? There's, you know, sites, sites like Indeed, um, sites like uh, Payscale, they have data to help you get a sense for what's the going rate, right? For someone with your expertise, your education, your knowledge, your skill set, that data exists. And you should look at those salary trends and you should, you can even look at the salary trends and position trends. Um, within particular companies, especially if you uh, take a look at something like Indeed. There's a lot of salary data there. So you can't say that I don't have access to this information. You may not have access from a particular person, but there's so much research and data that's out there to help you honestly prepare your ask, right? Prepare based on what is the going right in the industry right now. Okay, so I want you to kind of start there. There's other places where I think you can get data and information from, especially if you know and have really great relationships with individuals in the company um, and your organization. They may know. You don't want to just start asking people what they make and people asking you what you make. That's really not a great practice at all. Um, you, But you could ask family members or others that are maybe you're connected with on LinkedIn and they may be in a similar role. And if you have a relationship there, you can maybe pose the question, hey, you know, I'm looking at, you know, X particular role. And I'm just curious, you know, do you think in today's, you know, today's market, the range of 95 to 110 would make sense for this role? Like you can ask those types of questions. So they're still somewhat hypothetical, but they are directly related to the quest that you're after for getting increased earnings in your your current role or in a job that you're applying for. Okay, so that's number one. You You gotta do the homework, right? You gotta do the research, know the market, do the research, okay? Number two. This is a big one, guys. Number two is I need you to make sure that you're asking the right questions. Ask the right questions. So once you have a sense, a good sense of 
the market, right? So you've done this research, you've looked at the data, you've got a good sense of the market. You can actually approach your salary negotiation like a conversation, right? So it should be a little bit more fluid. You're informed. You've got this data behind you that should give you a little bit more confidence in your ass because clearly if this is what the kind of market value is, all right, I've got a range that's within that. I should be able to be a little bit more conversational and not as robotic in this discussion, right? This negotiation, this discussion, so we can get to an agreement. We can get to an agreement. So I really want you to think about that. You can ask questions that get at the employer's expectations around the pay. Right. So instead of asking, you know, uh, how much does this job pay? Right. Um, or instead of um, asking, you know, what is the, the the salary range for this job? You are really positioned when you've already done the research and you know what the market is, that you could actually pose these questions a bit differently and you can ask and almost get at what I would say are these employer expectations around pay. So you can ask questions that get at, you know, what is the company company planning to um, invest in this position, right? Or um, you could ask, you know, what does the company have budgeted for this role, right? Do you have a sense of the salary range for this position? So see how those questions are a bit are phrased a little bit differently, you, you're going in and they know, recruiters know, they know who's done their homework and who has not. And when you pose the question in this way, they know that you've already done a little bit of work you're, because I'm not asking you, what is it? I'm I'm more getting at what is your expectation? What is your plan? What does your budget look like as a company, right? As the, as a recruiter, or a member of HR, you know, so I, I don't, I'm not asking how much does this job pay? I've already done my homework. I'm trying to understand from a company perspective, what is the company looking to invest? What have you budgeted for this position? Do you want, do you know kind of the range and the salary? But it's very, very different from coming in without your research. Is that making sense? I want you to ask the right questions and ask those questions in the right way so that you are coming off not only confident, but you're also coming off very well informed because negotiations Yes, it's a discussion and trying to get you an agreement, but it's also, it's a bit of a, a bit of a game and there's a bit of a give and take that's there. I'm not sure if you guys have seen, um, the movie with, uh, I think, I think it's with Samuel L. Jackson and Nicolas Cage and it's ne negotiator. I believe that's what the name of the movie is. And he's serving as this negotiator and he's going back and forth and he's having conversations and really both parties want something right? Both parties want something. The uh, Samuel Jackson plays a, a character who wants everyone to understand that he did not commit this crime. And I believe Nicolas Cage, he's playing the position or playing the role of, you know, he's the negotiator, these, this negotiator that they've brought in who's top notch to try to talk him down and get him to let hostages go, get him to um, calm down, if you will, <laughs> right? Calm down, if you will, so that everybody can get to an agreement of keeping everyone safe. Everyone can get to an agreement of ending the standoff. But it, the, the negotiation was not the best all the time. There was give and take. There were moments of hostility. Um, it was a lot. So negotiations, depending on you know where you're having to conduct that negotiation, can be hot and heavy. And I would say, from a salary perspective, you know nobody's you know <laughs> nobody's shooting and 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 dropping uh you know gas cans in your office when you're having these conversations. While it might feel that way sometimes, but they are um, about their business. Everybody's got an invested interest in getting to the right bottom line that makes the sense for them. I'm interested in your bottom line, right? I'm interested in what you're trying to get to so that we can get you to the next level, all right? All right, let's go to number three. Let's go to number three. So number three is, is a big one because this is where you have to take the time um, to understand your accomplishments. So know your accomplishments and showcase them know your accomplishments and showcase them, okay? It's key when you're preparing to have a conversation about your salary that you can back it up. You can't go in asking for more and don't have the backup, don't have the receipts, don't have the data for why you deserve more. So it is so very important, guys. It's so very important to my achievers that you know what you have achieved, okay? What are your accomplishments? Let's talk about them. 
here's the thing. I, I'm using the word accomplishment very intentionally because I want you to talk about your accomplishments and not just talk about your activities, right? Talk about your accomplishments. This is especially true when you are interviewing and you're and you're having a discussion with um your, you know, the hiring manager or representative from HR, or you're having a conversation with um, your current manager and supervisor about an increase, I want you to focus on accomplishments, focus on successes that you have had and how you've achieved them versus just the activities that you have performed. Okay. I want you to focus on the successes, right? Focus on the accomplishments that you have had, how you have actually achieved them, instead of just focusing on the activities, the bullets that you have performed. For example, you know, talk about areas where, let's say you have, um, you know, achieved growth. You have um, your actual work that you have accomplished, right? Those accomplishments have had a cost savings for the company or your team. You've created uh, additional processes or um, steps or developed materials and resources that have impacted and improvement and efficiency. Like think about what are the things where you can show tangible results of your work, your accomplishments, and not just, oh, I managed several high-level projects for the company. Okay, great. You managed several high-level projects for the company. What projects did you manage and what what was the end what was the end goal? Right? How were they managed? Were they managed successfully? If so, how did you measure that? How do you know they were managed successfully? Like, that's what I mean about talking about accomplishments versus just talking about your activities. Okay. The key is, is that you, and and let me, let me, let me rephrase this because I, I want you guys to really get this part. This is so critical. It's not just about rattling off your resume, it's not just about, you know, going down the the bullets of your resume and because they've seen that right they've seen it especially if it's you're hired looking to be hired for a new job they've looked at your resume they've looked at your cover letter they don't need you to regurgitate it what they need you to do is back it up and give some additional supporting evidence if you will for when you come when it's time to come and talk about salary that you've got some meat there beyond the resume to kind of, um, as you're, what, you know, almost, almost as a way to like to leverage, right. To be able to negotiate your salary and get it to where you want it to be. Same thing for, you know, if you're in a role currently and you're just looking for a, a raise, right. You're looking for increased earnings in a position. You need to be able to speak to specifically in this role, in this job, here's what I've been able to accomplish. Here's what I've been able to do and put some data behind it. Speak specifically to your accomplishments, right. And the value that you have been able to add. That's what's critical. This is not just rattling off bullets or, you know, rallying off the things that are in the job description. All people hear is wah, 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 wah. Like they're not, they want to hear something new. They want to hear something, you know, they wrote the job description. Of course they know it. They've read the resume. That's what got you the interview. They want something fresh and new that's additive to that, if that makes sense. Okay. Here's the thing. Bring the data, bring the numbers, right? The facts and the figures, like bring it all to the table. Have that ready as your leverage, as your ammunition that you can use when it's time to showcase your accomplishments, okay? Data, in fact, speak louder than, you know, just your words. You can anecdotally tell people what you've done in the past, but when you can tell them what you've done, how you did it, and here's the data, here's the facts to support it, it is so much more powerful. It's so much more powerful. And I encourage you that you've got to know your accomplishments and you've got to showcase them, but you've got to do it in the right way, right? We're talking accomplishments and successes, not just activities. Is that making sense, guys? Like that's huge for negotiating your salary and being able to negotiate it with confidence because you know that you know that you know, right? You know that you're good. You know that you're bomb. As I was talking about one of my last episodes, um, one of my favorite authors, you know, she uh, loved, uh, Uh, lovey she talks about you know owning your dopeness like you know that you're dope you know that you are great at what you do but guess what you need to know it and then have the data and the facts behind it so when it's time to have that that conversation when it's time to have that discussion right that negotiation conversation you have some data you got something that you can leverage to back it up that says i'm amazing I'm great. Here's how, here's why, here's what I did. 
Here's here's the value that I showed. Here's the changes that I was able to implement. Like this is why not only do you need me, but you need me at this level of pay. All right, guys. So we're going to take a really, really quick break and we're going to jump and go to uh, number four and number five, because these are big ones um, for sure as well. And I don't want you to miss them. Number four, um, we're going to talk about some mistakes sometimes that we do. We kind of count ourselves out. And then on number five, we're going to talk about business, right? That you mean business. So keep listening. Don't go away. I'll be right back. All right. Hey, Achievers, I'm back. I'm back. And we are going to uh, finish up our conversation about not fearing the bag, but securing it, right? We're talking negotiation strategies and just learning a little bit about what you can do to really get yourself in a position where you're confident and you can confidently ask for more. And I want to dig into four and five um, because I think that they are really critical. And sometimes we count ourselves out, right? Sometimes we count ourselves out and we don't even realize it. And I want to be sure that there are certain things that you don't do when you're looking to negotiate your salary. So number four, you guys ready? Write this down. Number four, don't negotiate yourself out. What do I mean by that? One big mistake is that we disclose our salary history. You know, we start to talk about, you know, at my previous position, you know, I was at uh, 85,000 and I'm really looking to, you know, get to maybe around 95. First of all, it's not their business that you were at 85,000 before, because right then you're already setting up a bias for them to know and understand where you were. They may ask you, you know, particular questions around, um, what salary you're looking for. And and we're going to talk about that in a bit on how to answer those, but don't come out the gate disclosing information that, you know, as your mother might say, that's not your business. Like that's, that's not what you need to disclose. Um, It's not the place and it's not the time to start talking about your, your salary history. This is really the time to focus on what's to come, right? This is why your research is key, right? Number one, we were talking about, you know, do the research. What's the market research? You know, what is being, what is, what is the going salary or the going rate that's right now in that particular role? Because then you can give more informed responses and you can be a little bit more careful about the uh, numbers that you give out. Because once you say it, you can't take it back, especially in salary negotiations. Like once a number's out there, that's going to penetrate the mind of that recruiter. It's going to penetrate the mind of that hiring manager or, or your supervisor. So we've got to be really, really careful there. So again, this is the time for you to focus on what's to come. This is why I want you to do that research. You need to know what that range is. And so you can kind of focus in on that. Another misstep that we do um, is that when we're, attempt- especially when we're attempting to negotiate um, is that we, <laughs> that initial salary request that we submitted, we attempt to negotiate that. So for example, let's say you're filling out an application and one of the required fields is um, to tell us what your expected salary is. And a lot of applications will have that. They're not asking you what your current salary is. What they're asking you is what is your expectation for this salary? So this goes back to what I was saying. If you, you know, you've got to do your research and you don't want to ask for too much and you don't want to ask for um, not enough, right? So you want to be able to show that you're, uh, one, you understand what type of role like this pays and two, that you've done your research. But you can't tell them that you were looking for 65000 and then you start having these conversations and now you want to jump from sixty-five dollars to eighty-five. dollars That $20,000 jump is a little bit unrealistic. So you've got to be very careful about the numbers that you put out there so that you don't, again, negotiate yourself out from jump. Because that recruiter, that hiring manager, they're looking to you to give a little bit of their own baseline. Like, "Mm, I wonder what this person is thinking. So I always, I go high, but I don't go unrealistic, right? If I'm looking for a role, um, you know, I can tell you if I'm negotiating a salary and I want, you know, particular range, I'm going to give them that higher range for sure. So let's say I'm looking for a, a, um, a role that is between 130 and 145, right? The 130 is probably a bit closer to where I might be right now. The 145 is where I would love to be, 
but I'm somewhere in that range depending on where they come, right? So you've really got to think about that. Um, that's a miss, but that's a misstep. Like if you are asked that number, you've got to know enough about the role and enough about the market to give the right number so that when it's time for negotiation and now you've listened to the interview and listened to conversations, you're like, oh, wait a minute, this is like 85,000. You might have the opportunity to go back there and try to negotiate that. Okay. So you've got to be sure, you've got to be careful about what you formally have requested and make sure that that request is within range and is in alignment with the market. Okay. Also think about the questions that come, right? And I don't want you to negotiate yourself out with these questions that may come from a recruiter or hiring manager. So um, you may be asked a question of, you know, uh, how much are you, uh, you know, looking for, you know, or what, what um, salary range are you looking for? And your first response can say, you know what, I'd really like to learn a little bit more about the position um, before I share that information. That's okay to say. That's okay to say, because you may have done some research and, and you may have gotten a good sense, but you want to learn a little bit more about the company and what their expectation is going to be of you. And you might not be ready to give a range. So it's okay to kind of give a response like that. And I'd, I'd like to learn a little bit more about the position before we have salary discussions. That's fair. You may have some recruiters, some hiring managers that have to push because they may not be able to move forward to the next level unless they have a clear understanding that whatever salary numbers that they have in mind, that this candidate is going to be, you know, a viable candidate based on that. So that's where you've got to be prepared to give them a range, right? First response, I, I'm a, I may not be willing to talk about salary, but if they are pushing on it and they really need to understand a range before they move forward, which is fair, right? They don't want to waste their time and they don't want to waste yours, then give them a range. But again, that goes back to that research, right? You've had to have done that research so that you can give a range and understand that that range is going to be hopefully within that company's range. All right. So don't negotiate yourself out. Don't put numbers out there that you're not sure about. Make sure you've got the research done. You've got a good range set. Um, make sure that the number you put out there first, that you are feel good about that number because you're not going to get an opportunity to come back and renegotiate it. That's going to be very, very, very tricky to do. I would say in some higher level positions, sometimes there's it's there's opportunities like, oh, wait a minute, this is what you're looking for in this role. Okay, based on the additional information that you've shared and me truly understanding um, the requirements beyond what was listed in the job description, I really like to have another conversation about salary. Now that's fair, but a lot of times that's happening in higher level roles where that job description was not super clear. But as you're starting to learn about the project or learn about the team or the company a bit more and what the real expectations are going to be for that role. Okay, you may have to come back and say, you know, I originally said 120, but based on what I've learned about the role now um, and how I believe my expertise and, and the value that I can contribute to that, I'm really looking for a range of 135 to 140, right? So that those are the types of things that you've got to do. But the only way you can have those conversations with confidence, with confidence, guys, that's the key, is that you got to do the research. Okay. All right. Let's go to number five. Let's go to number five. So number five, and <laughs> this is, um, I don't know how many folks have uh, watched the show, uh, a different world, uh, old show, older show, uh, spinoff, not only spinoff from the Cosby's, but definitely was right after the, the Cosby's and the kids were starting to go to school and go off to college. Um, but a different world is, is, uh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite shows. And one of the things that um, one of the main characters, uh, Whitley Gilbert, um, played by Jasmine Guy, she says, we mean business around here in Hillman. <laughs> it's an episode. And she's like, we mean business around here, Hillman. And I love that. She's like to have this super uh, Southern accent uh, with a little sass to it. But that's what number five is for me, is that we mean business around here, okay? We mean business around here, professional DNA. I want you to mean business. I want you to understand that you got a bottom line. You have a bottom line. There is a number that you're not willing to go below, right? And so when you're asking for more, when you're asking for increased earnings, you're asking for money, I know that sometimes it can be challenging. I know that sometimes it, it feels like just the bearing of the world is on you because you don't want to get the number wrong. And you want to be sure that you, you know, you present yourself in the right way. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
you gotta mean business. When 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 you when you are ready to talk about money, you gotta mean business. You have to be able to be confident and stand strong and firm because nobody's looking to pay you 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand, you know, more just because you look good, just because you had a great resume. You know how many great resumes there are? You know how many times people can come completely buttoned up and glued together for um, an interview? Like join the club. You are, you are a part of the high achieving club, right? You are amongst other high achievers who are trying to get to the next level in their career. Let's just be fair to say that some of the boxes are already going to be checked. So I need you to be about your business. I need you to need you to mean business when it comes to negotiations. And I want you to understand your bottom line. Okay. So a part of knowing your bottom line is you have to get a sense of balance. It takes a real balance when it comes to negotiations and you want to be confident, but you want to be humble. You want to highlight your accomplishments, but you don't want to sound as if you didn't need anybody to get to where you were, right? Because you're a team player. Um, if you're looking to, you know, work within a team setting or, you know, you're a leader, right? And being a leader does not necessarily mean that you're doing everything by yourself. So there's some balance there that you want to communicate, but you want to communicate it with confidence and with authority. All right. Um, but when we're getting down to the the time to talk about the salary itself, this is where, you know, as I said, we mean business. It's a business decision that we're going to have to make here. And it's all about your bottom line. So let's say the employer is um, not willing to agree with your initial salary request. Let's say you ask for 90000 and let's say uh, they weren't willing to, to meet you there. What's your bottom line? What's the lowest you will accept, right? So let's say you were asking for 90000 Will you settle for... 85? Will you settle for 80? What are you using to calculate and make those decisions? And so that's where you've got to really take a step back. You've got to look at your budget. You have to look at your, you know, all of your expenditures, all of your bills. You've got to take a look at, you know, what is changing a job. Um, if especially if you're going into a new role, are there new responsibilities there? Is your time going to um, be taking up differently? Like you've got to think about the whole big picture. If it's simply an increase in salary and a raise within your your company or organization, sure, I'm sure there's some increased responsibilities that are going to come along with that. What does that look like for your time? What does that look like for um, the capacity that you have? Like you've got to look at the big picture. I tell people all the time, all money's not good money. So don't go negotiating something that you can't keep. Don't go negotiating something that you can't rise to the occasion of, right? Again, we mean business here. So like you have to be sure, like this is a business decision. Can you hold up to the ask? You asking for 90,000 or can you perform at a $90,000 level? You asking for more than six figures, you're looking in, you know, 120, 140, 150, 180, you know, close to $200,000 jobs. Is that, the, are you bringing forth $200,000 value? right? This is a business decision. And it's not just a business decision for you, but it's also a business decision for your company and your organization. So you got to be really crystal clear about, you know, what's your bottom line. And the bottom line is not always the dollar. The bottom line is looking holistically across your, your life. It's looking across your budget. It's looking across your family. It's looking at across your capabilities and your skill sets. And if you are getting this increase, will they all work together for your good? Okay, so very important for you to think about. So very important for you to think about. Um, the other thing that I want you to to think about is again, as we we're talking about this as a business decision, is that I want you to think beyond the paycheck. Okay, so this is like five, and then like five point two. I want you to th- five point one. <laughs> I want you to think beyond the paycheck. Okay, remember that you getting an increase in earnings might not always be the increase in dollars because here's the thing they could come back you could have said 95,000 they come back at 85 that number might not work for you if it's a new job and it just doesn't work okay we're working on our rejection letter right you can reject the offer but if it's a current job that you have you really need to understand kind of the why before you you know respond to a rejection right so you want to understand if they're telling you no, right, you're, you're at nine, you want to be at 90. Let's say you're right now, you're at 80. You're trying to be at 90. You go in, you have this conversation, you're prepared, you've done your research, you've got the data, all the things. And your supervisor 
after having internal conversations comes back and says, yeah, unfortunately, you know what, at this moment, we just can't, we can't, we can't do this. We're not, we're not in a position to where we can increase your salary, um, you know, by $10,000 or at X percent. You need to understand the why, you know, once they come back, you need to understand why you may want to say, you know, I definitely understand that. I do feel like that I have been um, contributing the to value. I've I've been contributing value to this organization. Um, I've demonstrated, you know, X, Y, Z. You kind of go back to your accomplishments and you can say, you know, what is the criteria or what are the improvements that you would like to see that would validate an increase? So put that back to your hiring manager to tell you, well, what is it going to take? If I can't get to 90 today, what is it going to take for me to get there? Right. So have that conversation and they should be able to articulate that for you. Right. And and it shouldn't. Here's the thing. I always tell people you should not be shocked when feedback comes from supervisors around performance, because you should be tracking against your performance, you know, month after month, year after year. You, you should know where you stand on how you are performing within your role. So if it could, it could have nothing to do with your performance. It have everything to do with the company's budget. It could have everything to do with perhaps this is not the month and the time and the cycle in which they do pay increases, which I've talked about this in, in um, episodes before that I need you to understand your company structure and their culture. And big, big part of that, I also need you to understand how do they um, do in performance evaluations? And along with that, how are they doing salary increases? What does that look like? Do they have a bonus structure? What does that look like? You need to know that about your organization because then the timing in which you ask for more, the timing in which you ask for the increase, it will be an informed ask because you'll know, does this timing make sense? Like, yeah, you may want more right now, but does this timing make sense in the way that the company operates in doing increases? Okay. So again, think beyond the paycheck a bit. Um, The other thing I want you to think about when we when I say think beyond the paycheck, is that remember, there are other things of value that could come along, especially when you're looking for a new job. You, there's sign-on bonuses, there's relocation, there's benefits. They could be extremely um, great benefits. There's bonus structures that they may have, professional development that they may pay for. So perhaps that they're not willing to get you from 85 to 90, but maybe this company invests $3,000 a year in professional development. That's huge. Because as, as you upskill and you gain new skills, that's positioning you for advancement, right? And so, okay, you may say, well, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I really, really love this company. I love their values. I love their mission. I see a lot of incredible potential here. Am I willing to accept this amount, but know that I have this $3,000 that I could utilize um, as a part of my professional development that the company is paying for. So instead of me using $3,000 of my own money, that's $3,000 in professional development. Let's take that 85 plus the three. Okay, we're a little bit closer to 90,000. You see how that works? So you got to think beyond the paycheck and look at the other potential values that um, and benefits that can be extended to you from the company. So what things are valuable to you? What things that are valuable, tangible benefits that you would be willing to accept? Again, what's your bottom line? And the bottom line is not always about the dollar. The bottom line could definitely extend beyond that into other benefits. So guys, that's what I have around salary negotiations. I mean, we could talk about salary negotiations forever because there's so many aspects of it, depending on where you are within your career, um, what industry you're operating in. There's so many different elements to salary negotiation, but this is definitely a start. And the biggest thing is I want you to be able to negotiate with confidence. And these are uh, critical things that I feel like it's important for you to know to put you on that path. All right, guys, we're going to close this thing on out. Be right back. All right, guys, I hope that was helpful. I really do. I mean, again, we could talk negotiation strategies and salary negotiations all day. But my biggest thing today was to get you to know that negotiating your salary is accessible. Like you can do it. Don't fear the bag, secure the bag, right? I want you to negotiate with confidence. And when you're more informed and you have a little bit more 
um, information about any given area, it gives you a bit more confidence. And so that's what I was hoping to accomplish today is this give you some additional kind of tips and strategies and things that you can do to build up your confidence and to um, help you get to a place where you can negotiate for higher earnings, especially, you know, those of you, my high achievers, you are working hard, busting your butt day in, day out. You deserve to get to that next level. You deserve to have um, get paid your true value, right? Get to those higher earnings. And this is just a way, um, a few ways that you can do that. So we talked about, you know, knowing the market, doing the research. We talked about asking the right questions, which is so critical that you ask the right questions and that you answer questions the right way. We talked about knowing your accomplishments and showcasing them. Guys, don't just regurgitate your resume. Don't just regurgitate activities that you've done. Know your accomplishments. Speak to them. Data and facts speak volumes. They speak so loudly. And we've got to be sure that we're doing that. And then I don't want you to negotiate yourself out. Don't count yourself out before you even have the opportunity to really negotiate a salary that is going to help you get to higher earnings. And we're making sure that, you know, we're not trying to renegotiate something we already said. We're not putting out numbers out there that we don't feel confident in, okay? That we don't negotiate ourselves out of of the bag before we get a chance to really get in there and talk about it. And then we talked about kind of an extension of that is thinking beyond the paycheck right? What are those other things? If you can't quite get to that number, are there other tangible benefits that are offered by that company and or organization that have value to them um, that you can say, okay, well, this has got about a $2,000 value, a $1,500 value, a $5,000 value, whatever it may be, and adding that to your overall you know, compensation package. You hear people talk about that, you know, the compensation package, and that's beyond just the salary, but that's benefits and any of the other um, healthcare benefits, but any of the other types of tangible benefits that the company may offer to you. Guys, here's the thing. I want you to mean business when it's time to negotiate your salary. I want you to remain polite. I want you to be assertive during the salary negotiation, but and, and show people, you know, respect, show them that you appreciate them, you appreciate their time, but that you mean business. They're not doing you a favor. When you are ready and positioned to and ask for more, you are going to a business meeting, right? This is a business meeting. It is about you. It is about your bottom line. And it is about the hard work and um, sweat equity that you have put into your career. And you're ready to get to the next level. You're ready to earn more right? So these these are business discussions. And so you've got to come correct, right? You've got to come with confidence. But in doing so, um, I also want you to be prepared, right? And I want you to have the appropriate amount of humbleness so that you have this wonderful mixture that you can put together that's hopefully going to help you succeed and get the salary, get the earnings that you deserve. Guys, you know how I feel about you, my achievers. You have everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. What is that? That is your professional DNA. Be sure that you're following me on Instagram, professional underscore DNA, if you're not already. And if you're ready to get to that next level in your career, hey, let's chat. Let's have a conversation. Click on the link in my bio um, on Instagram, professional underscore DNA, and let's book a discovery call. And let's talk about where you are, where you want to go, and how we can get you there. Guys, have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Bye.